This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. The Team Never Quit podcast is sponsored by Navy Federal Credit Union. Navy Federal Credit Union's cash rewards card helps you slay this season. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. All right, everybody, welcome back to the TNQ Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Luttrell. Every week, it's my job to fire you up, to ignite the legend inside of you, and to push you to your greatness. Join me every week as I take you into my briefing room with some of the most hard-charging people on the planet. They're going to show you how to embrace the suck of life, teach you the values of working your ass off, and charge through whatever life throws at you. This is the Team Never Quit Podcast. Podcast. So buckle up, buttercup. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Team Never Quit Podcast. Marcus, Melanie, how are you guys? Good. Are you guys ready for Thanksgiving? Yes. Ah, oh, so ready. Thanksgiving is our biggest family holiday. Yeah, that's the big so one. So we have over 70 family members come into town, um, and we all meet up at the Lazy J, and we have, it's a whole week Wildest ordeal. Wildest, craziest it's not thing you've ever seen in your entire life. Helicopters flying around. It's weird. <laughs> It's weird. Yeah, it's great, man. We Thanksgiving is my favorite time of year because everyone Halloween gets kicks it off, right? That's kind of the start date, and then we roll into all the holidays, and this is this is a good one. He likes the Halloween. I the whole time Christmas is my favorite. I, yeah, I'm planning like I have a spreadsheet that I start in July for the Thanksgiving like things that we're gonna do every day because we're there for a full ten days at the ranch. It's like a whole. It's a big deal. It's a it's an operation for sure. Yeah. Well, before we get to the Patreon question of the day, what about your favorite Thanksgiving food? Oh, green bean casserole and sweet potato casserole. Oof, for green sure. bean casserole. She makes this sweet potato crunch. Yeah, sweet potato casserole. Yeah. But it's got some crunch. It's got you a, know what I'm talking about. It's got a crunch <laughs> topping. It's got yeah. a pecan and it's a race for that. Brown that, that thing always goes topping pretty that quick. Is so freaking good. Yeah, that that thing goes fast. Mm-hmm. I might share it on the Patreon Ooh, site. For that'd be our, awesome. Yeah, for our Patreon. I mean, that just goes quick. Yeah. There's usually four or five of them. Actually, we don't have enough every year. We keep. And I always make Paula Deen's ooey gooey pumpkin butter cake, and that goes so quick. That's that goes over. Nobody wants the peca- uh, pumpkin pie. They want the Paula Deen's ooey gooey pumpkin Ooh. butter cake. It's really good. I love Thanksgiving food. That woman can cook. Chris, what about you? You have a favorite Thanksgiving food? Yeah, it's probably a sweet potato casserole. We always add a little bourbon to it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There's always bourbon flowing around. (laughs) I always get picked to to make it every year. So my mother-in-law says uh, that's my my chore. Mm, Nice. Do you add marshmallows? Yeah, we we do the crunchy top and then add the marshmallows on top of the crunchy. Yeah, Yeah, I do that too. That's what put, yeah, That's the thing that puts me in that food coma. Right? I'm so hungry. While you're watching a football game, <laughs> and you wake up during the football game, you go back and eat. Oh, yes. Marcus's mom makes homemade rolls, yeast rolls that are so freaking good. You can knock somebody out with them. They're so good. <laughs> <laughs> and they break down into three three pieces. I mean, it's a time of year. Like every t- throughout the seasons, there's certain foods that we cook and that we don't. And it, that's why it's like a gift every time the season rolls around because you know you're getting those. And when mom starts doing the the breaking the the bread, man, mm-hmm. stand by. It Everyone comes in for that. Yeah. Plus, she makes them into cinnamon rolls. That's the best part. Yeah. Ooh. She makes she half saturates of them into those suckers with raisins rolls. and cinnamon roll uh, that glaze. Do y'all have any like specific Thanksgiving traditions beyond the meals? Yes. Um, we do a turkey trot the day after Thanksgiving. So I actually have like a runner's arch, and the whole family, even the little kids, we do a five k. And um, we go fishing. We do like a softball game. There's a father son uh, duck duck hunt. Yeah, the day there's before. a father all, son duck hunt. Get That's cool. On it, yeah, That's yeah. Cool. We um, all kinds of stuff we do. This year we're doing a trail ride, uh, a family trivia game. 
we have like a whole list. Throw of... knives at each other. <laughs> when things get... We have all kinds of stuff that we do. We do a lot of puzzles. We're a puzzle family and board game family. We like all that stuff. So. Oh, sounds like a blast. Well, I guess I should ask the real Patreon question of the day, which is, what is a habit of yours, good or bad, that you've seen your kids pick up on? That's a good question. <laughs> Probably a smart ass. Absolutely. I'd have to be a smart, smart mouth. <laughs> a smart mouth of mine. Getting, uh, I know. I figured out when that's going to get me in trouble. So Both like, of them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. My daughter is the worst. Uh-huh. My I son, know. No, my son, he won't give me the business because he knows I'll tune his ass up. Axe does, <laughs> ter- Ax does it to everybody else. Axe has Marcus's sarcasm down to an art where he doesn't even realize that it is sarcasm. He thinks it's a way of communication. Yeah. And he was doing it in like pre-K and I had to explain to the teachers like that's how his dad is I can't there's oh, great. nothing we can yeah, do I never knew that his dad <laughs> I, yeah I never knew that <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of stuff I'm learning as I go uh, that's awesome yeah sarcasm for sure yeah, smart mouth um, I don't know about my bad habits because they correct me at everything literally everything I do wrong habits, oh, they so correct me on <laughs> like I did all that. of my bad habits oh gosh how about you bro I saw you raise yeah. your eyebrows. What, you got a lot of them? <laughs> no, no. I, I had to think, man. It, it, I, I try not to have bad habits. <laughs> uh, but I would say, similar to what you guys said, but uh, smack talking. We, we smack talk a lot in our house, and um, sometimes my kids pick that up, and they do it inappropriate times. So uh, <laughs> I, that's, that's, pro- that's probably it. That's probably the lesson, too, because we do it when our friends roll over, especially. As soon as my boys come in, it's on. I mean, it's, it's, it's the way we communicate that with movie quotes and everything else in between. So I, it didn't really cross my mind that that would have been a problem. I know one thing Addie picked up from your mom is the scary movies, like horror films. Yeah, well, they're not scared of anything now. They are now, <laughs> but they won't be when they get older. I'm like, no, don't pick that up. I'm so afraid to be a parent just because I... You should be. I just think about all those things. I'd be afraid to be your kid, too. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I'd be okay, all right? Okay. I'm glad you said that out loud, because I was thinking, I was like, I'd be terrified Please to be your damn be kid. A dad. Please don't about. be a dad. You're a dog dad. Yeah, dog dad. There goes the smack talk to the dogs. Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> Man, we've got a great guest in store today. Chris Cruz served 2002 to 2006, paratrooper in the 82nd Airborne, U.S. military veteran and co-owner. He understands well the value of patriotism. He is the owner of of cruise is it cruise flags cruise customs flags cruise customs flags and uh you guys have got to know his story they're doing a lot for the veterans chris thanks so much for being on today yeah thanks for having me guys yeah brother i'm interested in this one man i like we um we like what you put together and what you're doing so and thanks again for uh for your service but we start this off man let's back it up a little bit if uh introduce yourself man to all our listeners and let's let's uh Let's talk about this, how we got into it. Yeah, so like, like, like the intro said, I served 2002, 2006 as a paratrooper um, from South Mississippi. Um, Where? Around Laurel, Hattiesburg, right. down south. So uh, grew up playing football my whole life and then, uh, you know, moved on, joined the military. And uh, then, you know, I worked corporate America for 15 years, and I did this as a passion project. Uh, uh, it really just started when my wife wanted something in our home that represented her Kentucky roots in my service. And we had a big wall in the house and I was like, why don't we just make an American flag out of a bourbon barrel? Cause you know, bourbon represents Kentucky and uh, you know, that American flag is, is our, you know, our, our banner. It, it represents military service like, like no other cause we wore it on our sleeve, you know, going into combat every day. So uh, end up making, one didn't even know anything about woodworking. We had some pretty rudimentary tools in the garage, and uh, we just kind of—I just kind of figured it out. And then when I was out there, I found out it was kind of therapeutic, like to get out and get away from the yelling and screaming kids, and kind of have have my time to to you know reflect and get away from things. And I was like, man, this is pretty cool. And and Christmas rolled around. You know, it was about this time time of year uh, back in 2016. And uh, my father and father-in-law are both veterans, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, make them each a flag rather than exchange, you know, Academy or, or Lowe's gift cards like we always used to. And uh, when I was out there, I was like, yeah, this this is really therapeutic, and and we can help some people with this. And 
then when I saw the reaction on my father and father-in-law's face at Christmas, I was like, yeah, th- th- there's something here. Like they, they really, uh, like they, I never had that reaction before from them at Christmas. So, uh, we decided to start a business as a passion project out of our garage. I had a full-time job. My wife had a full-time job. We had kids, but I, I, I had this vision of being able to, to have a shop full of veterans making American flags from bourbon barrels. Bourbon is big in Kentucky. Uh, it's big across the United States now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, and there's so many metaphors. We always say bourbon barrels once served a good purpose, aging bourbon and veterans once served a good purpose serving their country. And we helped them both find their new purpose in, in our shop. So that's, that's kind of how we got started. Them aged together after we get out. You say your, your parents were your, your, both your dad and your father-in-law are military. Yeah. They and you settled back down in, in Kentucky. Yeah. I, that's where I live now. Yep. Now, has, is that your family across the board? I mean, was that like a mandatory thing or did they push that on you? Because in our family, I mean, they, you go along, all the way back, there's service all through the lineage, but it, w- it wasn't really a mandatory thing. Just kind of understood. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't mandatory. Um, I I actually didn't know what I wanted to do in my life in college, changed my major a few times and just decided to to join up. Did you play sports or anything growing up? Yeah, played played football all the way up to two years of college um, uh, in Mississippi. Yep, brothers and sisters. A lot. I got uh, four sisters and a brother. Yeah, that's I'm a lot, the youngest. Right? <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your childhood and how you decided to go into the military. Yeah, so my childhood was kind of crazy. Mixed family. Um, ne- never knew my father, uh, my biological father, but. Um, my father that I consider my father, he, he, uh, he adopted me at a young age and, and brought me in. So I had a, had, you know, stepbrothers and sisters along the way too, but, uh, football, you know, you guys are in Texas football is, is religion down there and, oh, yeah. uh, same way in Mississippi. And, you know, there isn't a whole lot to do in South of Mississippi. So I played football, kept me out of trouble, uh, grew to love it, played two years of college, uh, Went to a little junior college there, Jones County Junior College. And uh, then I, I got told this is kind of part of the never quit story. I got told I wasn't good enough to, to play anymore. So I played from third grade to two years of college and and was told, you know what, you're not you're not good enough anymore. And that kind of that kind of hurt me a little bit. I was like, well, OK, what do I do now? So I said, I'm used to being told what to do. So yeah. I'm not join the military. And uh, it's the best decision I ever made. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. I, it's almost as if you hear though, and we, we were talking about this the other day. If you hear that phrase, like if someone comes up to you and says, you're not good enough to be here doing that, you actually should go through the first part of your life looking to hear that. That's the trigger phrase. Like just like yeah. please is the magic word. That's the trigger phrase that, uh, phrase that lets you know that you're about to take off in the right direction. Because when people, I hear, I've heard so many people say, man, it's like, you ain't supposed to be here. This is not the right thing for you. And they're the ones that are usually sitting out there writing the self-help books and, and motivating people to do great things. It's almost as if your mind is programmed and sits around to hear that one line. And once you do, you just go. 
So I got to know how the hell you picked the Army, though, and the 82nd. Because I was over, in, like I said, I was over at the, in Vietnam with you back in, back in the day, so, which I had a great time. I wasn't assigned to the Army, but uh, they sent you straight there? Where'd you go to boot camp? Uh, Relax in Jackson, Fort Jackson, yeah, South Carolina. Jackson. Then I did my uh, individual training at Fort Lee, Virginia, and then Airborne School. And, and, and sent me over to Bragg. I'll never forget rolling into Bragg that first time, man. I, I was uh, on my way to our medical training. So SEALs, we don't have our own medical pipeline. We have to go over to uh, to see you guys. And they had that sign on the at the front gate that said, if we can go 80, 82 days without killing somebody, <laughs> well, you get a four-day liberty pass. And they never made it. Yeah. And, and the craziest thing I've ever seen was the mass exit. When you guys mass, mass exit, that out of an airplane, out there oh, on those yeah. DZs, that uh, – because when we're in the plane, no one likes to move. You don't want anything to go wrong. I've never seen anybody so fired up. If you want to know what the inside of a can of whoop-ass looks like, it, watch the 82nd do a mass exit. And I mean, they're pulling on the inside of that, jerking the damn lines off the, the, the interior of the cables off the skin of the aircraft. And then when it comes out, imagine a big blue sky, being in the ocean, you know those man-of-war jellyfishes? Well, this is a man, man of war. That's where that comes from. They look like the exact same thing when they're falling from the sky. Big, huge, freaking jellyfish. And you hear people screaming and yelling. It is the craziest. You want to talk about saturating the battlefield. I'd never seen that before. I mean, it blotted out the sun. It was, yeah, y'all are yeah. some of the craziest sun bitches I've ever come across, for sure. Yeah, they'll, they'll have about six or seven C-17s, and they'll make one pass, drop some Humvees and stuff out, and then they'll throw us out. And it's, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was a hell of a time watching. All right, so how, how was that? How many deployments? You... I only did one deployment. That was enough for me. Yeah. Uh, we went over in 04, the fall of 04. We, we, my unit was the one. I don't know if, you, if you're if familiar with uh, FOB Ridgeway uh-uh. uh, near Habanilla. Was right, I know where that's right, at. Yeah, so we were right across from Habanilla at the old, uh, old Iraqi Air Force Base. We set up right, shop check, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we spent some time in Hobby for sure. And I probably yeah, so, both blew through there, but um, well, you punched out in 06, right? Yeah, I, I got out in, well, really 05, terminal leave, 06, yeah. Now, when you were in, was this one of those deals where when, you, when it was time for you to rotate out, you had an idea what you wanted to do, or you just kind of like when we, the, came out the same way we went in? Yeah, I, I, actually, my wife, now my now wife, gave me an ultimatum. <laughs> so I, I didn't have a plan. I moved. I was used to being away from home. There wasn't much in Mississippi, so um, I moved to Kentucky without a plan. So you so, married while you were in? Uh, not married while I was in, but married after, right after I got out. Yeah, that's the same way I did it too. But I, I never really thought about it like that. But rotating in, you kind of like, man, we didn't have. You, you kind of had an idea of what you wanted to do, but you're not really. It's the military is great for that. I remember signing up gives you all, all the opportunity in the world, not only to get some skill sets, but to, to kind of sit back and, and look at what else you want to do. Granted, we got some wars dropped on us, so we were always busy, but a lot of the guys, when they rotate out, they rotated out just like they came in. They're like, I don't have any idea. When we got all those skill sets and everything that they, they gave us, man, you just don't have any direction and uh, which way to go. That's the best part yeah, yeah. about having the wives. I was like, they're like the new admirals and generals. And I was like, man, just tell us what to do. We, soldiers have to be told what to do. So do SEALs, really. I mean, I, you know, you got to have a plan of attack and, and attack your plan. That was yeah, one of the difficult things I remember rotating out was that. It's hard to build a resume after you get out of the military because it's hard to translate some of the things we did into to corporate America, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. Writing it down, for sure. I, I was talking to some of our buddies, and they were like, man, you know, there's no job description for snipers out there unless you're an actual sniper. And I'm like, yeah, you're right, not for that title. But if you take everything that went into making up that sniper, it, the, that absolutely goes into corporate America. Patience, discipline, uh, and all that. So attention yeah, to detail. I, I, I did find out, you know, when I, when I got a, a, a real job, if you will, it, I found it was easy. <laughs> yeah, right. I found, like only eight hours a day. That's cool. I can do that. I mean – not sweating. That's cool. I can do that too. <laughs> I try and tell guys that too. And the guys, uh, guys, guys who come out and go back into college, it's, it's just the work ethic and the discipline. I mean, they, they go in there and just crush college. And the people who get the normal nine to five jobs, we have to go in and do that. It's just boring to them. It's not, it's not that it's hard. It's just, it's just differently and or different and, and different in a way where it kind of gets boring to us. Cause yeah. one cool thing about being in the service, man, is the day switched up. There wasn't really a normal day. What did you do when you got out? 
So I ended up getting a job as an environmental health safety person at, at Fort Knox here in Kentucky. The uh, KBR is who I worked for oh, as yeah. a government contractor. They, they ran everything at Fort Knox from issuing uniforms to changing out traffic lights. So worked there a little while, and then I, I became a safety professional for you know some pretty big companies. Uh, did everything that corporate America told you to do, like moved up the ladder, got the degree, did all, all, all the things that, that you would – consider successful and uh just never was really fulfilled um you know I, so I explain know, that explain what missing. that feeling's like i mean is it like a i hear people talk about that explain that yeah i mean when you when you serve in the military you, you and you don't really realize it as soon as you get out because when you get out you want to just kind of like leave service behind you for a little while and kind of you know move on but later on after you know a few years you're like man i was that was a big deal what we did and, uh, you, you know, and then you do get a regular job and you don't, I mean, whatever you're doing is not near as, as purposeful as what you did in the military. And, and you also miss the camaraderie. You miss your boys, you miss your, you know, all the, the banner therapy you give each other and, and all of that. So really missed all that, uh, you know, the last 15 years. So that's true. It's almost, and they don't tell you that either. When you get out, I mean, when you're getting out of the service, there's, I say for every 10 you're in, it takes two years to kind of detox, right? And then kind of back that down. But it's almost just as soon as you get out, not only do you not want to do anything, you don't want to do anything. I mean, you don't have any responsibilities. You grow your hair out, your beard, flip-flop. I mean, just kind of be that lazy person. And that's a real thing. I remember going through that. But then that it's, it's almost as if at the same time you're doing that, you do have to be looking for something else, usually a hobby, something to keep you occupied, because we can be lazy, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, um, but... I noticed once that new passion came in, because there was no other, when I was wanting to be in the, in the military and the SEAL teams, that was my main focus. That's all I, th- I thought about it. I dreamed about it and all that stuff like that. When I got out, I didn't have that again. And it wasn't that I wasn't bored or anything. I had plenty to do. It's just I wasn't really, I didn't have something to do. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but I, where you're completely focused on that. And so the wife and kids, that, 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 that takes precedence. But if we focus so much on that, that's all we'll focus on. And you can burn them out on that. So uh, yeah. it's uh, it's the the great part about it is having your buddies around and seeing all this because when something new flies in and it catches your attention, man, you can go after it with a passion like you can't believe. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, my wife tells me all the time I get tunnel vision. Like I'll get locked into something and, and very much like this business. I'll I'll nothing else matters, you know, for a long time. I have to get real back in from time to time. You're right. Once we get focused on something, it's it's on. It's bad, right? I, 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 I was trying to explain this. It's like, not only do we focus on the position or the part that we're supposed to focus on, we'll focus on something inside of that. And we'll get so uh, locked onto it that it's, that's why we have to have them to pull, pull back. My, my chief would say, you're going to jerk those reins back, man, and get them out of there. Cause uh, that's how they are. That's how we were trained. Our generation is different, man. We're, we were just different than everybody else. Marcus will go deep and I gotta, I'll pull him, pull him back a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't yeah. help it. I, like that's the way we are. <laughs> so you ended up turning after you, your work. You ended up turning your 
your hobby, what you found as your passion into your business. Tell us about that. What is, what does your business look like now? Yeah, well, that transition was a little, um, thrown upon me as well. So a month before Christmas, before COVID, um, I, they eliminated my position at work. So I have two young children and no steady job a month before Christmas. So, um, luckily I had this as, as a passion project and, and we've grown pretty significantly through the years and we invested all our money back into it. Like we, you know, we didn't really take any money from the business for three and a half years. We put everything back in cause it was, it was something I believe strongly into to, to hire a bunch of guys. So, um, then, you know, COVID hit and I was like, well, what are we going to do? <laughs> and, and I had this as a full-time job and, 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 you know, I was providing for multiple, multiple families. And I'm like, oh, this is crazy. So um, we we ended up creating a, a flag called the America One Heartbeat. Because if you guys remember when, when COVID kicked off, people weren't buying wooden American flags. They were buying toilet paper and groceries. Yeah. So I was like, how are we going to survive as a business? And uh, my wife works in an emergency room. And she's like, we're going to be working a lot of long hours. We're going to need, you know, some food, whatever. I said, well, why don't we put a, a heartbeat line through one of our flags and give all the profits to your hospital? Like I was thinking pretty small at the time. And uh, she said, sure, we'll do it. So we got on some local news here in Louisville. And uh, then Fox picked us up and we ended up selling, I think, 5,000 flags in a couple of months. And we were able to donate $70,000 uh, to two different hospitals uh, here great, locally. Yeah. Not, only, not only were we able to do that, we were able to hire another guy buy, buy some equipment and survive as a business, not, not even survive. We were able to thrive after that in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of me losing my full-time job. That's really cool. And that's that flag that you had to keep that you're talking about those QR codes or the PR, that sinus rhythm. Yeah. E, e, uh, the EKG, EKG sinus sign, yeah. rhythm looking deal. Yeah. That's squared away, man. That's that outside the box thinking. Yeah. yeah. It always comes, it always comes to me in the shower. I don't know why, but it does. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I get my best thinking too. <laughs> Right. And, and most people won't even, I bet if you sat down and asked everybody that and some of the greatest ideas and they just get overlooked, right? As soon as you step out of that, but yeah. it's those little things. Cause you're right. When we got hit, man, people were focused on the essentials, the, what they need, not the luxuries. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. something that, that was considered a luxury when you, when you're looking at it, but when times get, that's, that's how it's like a two sided coin with you. Like it's art, but then when times get tough and it, and everyone's in the in the gutter, man, they look to that same thing for motivation. Right. Yeah. And that was the. Well, that, it, it was kind of cool. It was a trifecta. Like when people were buying, they wanted to do something for these healthcare workers, and they didn't know what to do. Like you know, they they knew they were going to have it hard, so we created a product that they could buy for them. Not only were they able to do that, they were supporting a you know small veteran-owned business, and we were donating back to the medical community financially. So. Uh, there was no no reason why someone wouldn't want to, to buy one for a healthcare worker. So that's what they were doing. People were giving gifts all over the place. That's we get really cool. we got multiple uh, emails saying, "Hey, can you tell me who bought this for me?" Like so how, multiple how you, surprise gifts. How did you get your, the whiskey barrel? How would how would that come online? Yeah. And can you just go out and get that? Because I know y'all got plenty of them. I've been to some of the distilleries. Mm-hmm. They're they're, <laughs> yeah. they're pretty amazing. Yeah, that's probably our number one question. Where do you get your barrels? So believe it or not, the used barrel market is bigger than the new barrel market because bourbon officially can't be used. Uh, uh, oak barrel can only be used one time for bourbon. So after that, it has to go do something else. So um, what does that mean? Th- that means that they, they ship it out to Scotland, Ireland. They, you know, you have the new beers they now that they're aging it. What is that? Does it eat? I thought that, that those casts, you kept them in it's like a flavor. Is that not how that works? Like you reconstitute that like stuff? That, well, well, they do, but by law, it can only be used once for bourbon. Oh. Mm. So then, then it's reused. So part of that reuse of, of the, the barrel for other things, scotch, other whiskeys, wines, all that stuff. Um, it's, they, they have a used barrel cooperage where they repair it. So if there's a leak or whatever from, from being used and, you know, it's aged or whatever, and it has a crack in it, they repair them. So they, they basically tear the barrels apart if, if it's a bad leak or whatever, and they use the other parts and pieces to repair some of the other barrels. So they just scavenge to, to kind of, it's like a, a junkyard, if you will, for barrels. So 
um, the more they can ship out, the better. And then they end up accumulating more parts and pieces than they can use. And, and that's what we get. So do you have a contact like with one of the distilleries that you get used stuff or through one of those? No, those actually just places? two. So there's two used barrel cooperages. So the new barrel makers actually have a used barrel division. So that's part of their supply chain is they, they sell new barrels to the distilleries and then they, they get the old barrels back from the distilleries to ship out. So they're making money both ways. Oh yeah. Okay. So you're telling me that you can take an old barrel, make a new barrel and use it for bourbon again? Not for bourbon. Okay. They use it for scotch. I was about to say, that doesn't right. sound right. Loophole. High five. That yeah, doesn't sound right. Yeah, they use it to, for a different liquor. Yeah, yeah, check. Roger that. I got it. Yeah. So, no, it only has, it has to be used. Leave them for, rednecks to figure out a loophole like that, though. <laughs> I can't, I can't say new... we won't put water in them and use them again, but. <laughs> Wash that sucker out. I know, right? Because, I mean, it's, it's, it shreds it out. What's the deal yeah. on that? Why Why is that? Why, why it's just part, part of the law. Um, it's for the flavor, too. So, you get all the sugars and, and stuff in the bourbon from the, the new um oak barrel uh, so that that's where you get most of your flavor and and that's what all the color uh for bourbon comes from the barrel and and about 60 75 percent of the flavor so once you use it again it, it, it doesn't impart do as much sugars and and flavor into other liquors and stuff Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Which one did you go to in Kentucky? Buffalo Trace. I, I tell you, um, the uh, walking in there when all those barrels are up on the rafters and, and kind of stacked through there and the smell, just the, uh, the, the way that has, history is what it smells like. And you kind of walk in and it's so unique. And I, I imagine it's, uh, I was talking to one of the master stillers who was working there. And he's like, man, it's just a pleasure to come into work every day. Just to be, yeah. kind of see all that and be around that. And it, it's cool what they what they do down there. Yeah, you never see anybody working for the distilleries n not like their job. They, I mean, all right, business is booming. They're selling whiskey, so it's, <laughs> do they give? We're you just a happy to be kind of a that? small part of it. Or Say they, again? Do they give you the scraps, or do you have to pay for that? We pay for them. Um, we've worked out a deal. Actually, the first uh, the Cooper's I'm using today was one of the first ones. Uh, I mean, we really bootstrapped this business from the from the get. Um, I traded a flag to the the Cooperage for more barrel staves. Like, oh, wow. It was kind of a, a science fair project when we started this business. My wife and I said, "Look, we're not going to put any money in it. We're going to bootstrap this thing, see if we can make it survive." Yeah. And uh, luckily, it has. That's awesome, man. That's kind of the best way to do it. That's kind of well, that's how we came up in the military. I mean, all the expenses and everything they spend, you spend on yourself, we spend on each other. If you, if you look at it like that's all you have, then you're not going outside the box that builds itself. You mentoring Absolutely. kids coming out? Um, some. We, 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 uh, we're working with an organization called USA Cares. They have a transition program. Yeah. And I'm now, I'm now the executive director for USA Cares. Oh, and yeah, they, so, yes. They help. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a little so, bit. Yeah. You know, I'm doing this thing. Uh, yeah, that's great. I, I, the one thing about our guys when they were uh, our generation when we came back, and guys are rotating out. I mean, a lot of us are following the same path. It's so similar, and, and we're lucky too to have this technology because it's reconnecting us. It's just like being on a VTC again. 
I mean, yeah, we're not in the same AL right now, but I got you and you got me right over here. You need something, I got it. If I need something, you have it. We kind of rotate off of that. And guys following their passions and, and what they do, from, even if it seems obscure, because that's what we are. I mean, our whole community in the military, the way we had to fight in all the wars made us that way. Those outside-the-box yeah. thinkers, man. And, and you know as well as I do, man, that's actually what generates the, the pulse, the power, the, the excitement about it. Yeah. Another thing is, is the veteran entrepreneurship community is so helpful and so kind of small if you really think about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Eli Crane with Bottle Breacher, he was one of our yeah. first customers and a great mentor to me. Uh, Dan, Allert, Dan Allert with Grunt Style. He he gave me forty five minutes of his time my first you know our first year in business and bought a couple of flags and I mean just the mentorship and the help along the way is has been tremendous and um, it, it's pretty cool and now I'm you know I'm able to help you know other people people are asking me and I, I'm kind of like that's kind of weird but okay yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't but just a couple of years ago I was asking for help. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Bro, it's like making rank. Yeah. It's terrible sometimes. It's like when you really, and I don't mean just like normal rank. I mean that positional rank. Like when you walk yeah. in, everyone stops laughing. You know, you're not, you can't even hear the joke, much less be the joke anymore. That kind of right. deal. But, it, and it happens quick. That's how you know that you're successful. You, you, wouldn't, you couldn't possibly know that unless that started happening. Right. And as we were growing too, we, we followed the same line. That was kind of the line that was delivered to us too, man. You're like, slow is smooth, smooth is fast. And we'll steady this thing. And then we also watch not only ourselves, but each other. All the guys coming back out and then, and then the, young guys, the young guys rolling in. It's like there's not only are we out there hustling and building this thing up, man, we share it. We, we share yeah. the information with each other. And that's, that's key, man. That's another thing that's different between us. And I, it's, it's, it's such a blessing to see that. Because a lot of guys, yeah. when they come out and they go back home, and have any idea what to do. You started this in your area. There's another kid over there. All he'll see just one part of it, and it'll spark something in his head. Because the best part about when we were in the military, man, is when we're off offline, and we're trying to come up with that stuff to fix a problem. And we, it's not a shortcut. It's just a new way of doing something. Like yeah. when we were at med school, when I was, we were up at Bragg, man, like the guys, the tourniquets, or any of those prep dressings, or anything that we had to use that was given to us that we could make faster, you know, more expedient, but but better. Streamline yeah. is what we call it. You know, in the civilian world, it's all different names. But I, uh, that was one of the things I missed the most. And the best part about doing this now is, 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 is getting back to that. Like, I don't think, of, you know, we were sitting around one day, and I was like, I got a question about how the hell I get this done. I can just call you up <laughs> and vice yeah. versa. So it is. It is. It's, it's very, I mean, we could read all the business books in the world, and some of us just don't like to read. Some of us like to listen to podcasts. Some of us like to pick up the phone and, uh, you know, no need to reinvent the wheel. So we, we, we all, we're all the time reaching out to people, even in the flag business that are, that are veterans. Like it's, it, there's, even though we're competitors, we're still helping each other a lot of times. Oh yeah. It's not reinventing the wheel. Just like you said, it's been like, how do I put this wheel on that? How do I yeah. get that? It's like, I saw what you built, man, but now check it out. I'm going to try and we're going to do it this way. And uh, yeah, I, I thought about it like that, but that is a great way of saying that. Absolutely. How many veterans do you employ now? Oh, right now we're pretty thin. Um, we have, we have, uh, myself, um, my father-in-law helps. And then we have a, a Marine, um, uh -oh. that, that helps us. Yeah. <laughs> he told me to tell you hello too. He was in the same AO as you in Afghanistan. <clears throat> oh yeah. That, who, that, that's who saves me. Like when I get my ass in a pickle, they're the ones that have to come in and get me. So I have, there's a mutually <laughs> exclusive respect I have with the Marine Corps. Oh, yeah. he, he was in the battle of, uh, Fallujah. Well, that's um, even worse. I mean, Fallujah, uh, Hobby had a pretty good one. I mean, Ramadi was a good one. Yeah. 
Uh, that whole Ambar province was Ambar, was Ambar dude, man. K-Bar, Pry-Bar, beat the shit out of your bar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bro, it was rough down there. I'll give hats off to those fighters. They were, they were tough. So as a veteran, an entrepreneur, uh, all of those things, all kind of all your lessons learned, what is your greatest piece of never quit advice? Man, um, it, it, it's twofold, I guess, if you will. Um, you know, you get in the military, they teach you grit, never quit. That's just part of who you are. You don't, it's not what you do. It's who you are. It's, it's built into you. And, and then, uh, you know, the other part of it is, is you always want to serve something greater than yourself after you get out of the military. And when you have that, that never quit attitude and you have that, that part that says you want to serve something greater, it's pretty amazing. You know, generosity breeds success. It's not like, you know, selfishness breeds success. So once you're generous and you have that, that never quit attitude, you're unstoppable. Yeah. I took this guy to f- actually yeah. talk to me so I could figure out what team never quit was all about. <laughs> <laughs> I never really got it to that point. till you just yeah. said that. How about that? And service <laughs> to your fellow man is the rent you pay to live in America. That's plain and simple bottom line. And the never quit attitude. We are taught to do that. I never really thought about it like that till you said it. And a lot of times when we get out, what we're doing is in the situation, we're not personally quitting, but the situations we are in is kind of a quitting mentality. That's when guys start going crazy. Yeah. It's not that you're not quitting. It's just kind of you're sitting around and the moments aren't presenting themselves. And that in itself can drive us crazy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. When, so when you get out and you start pushing, it's just, that's, that's the struggle. Yeah, it's it just a, took me 15 years to figure it out. I had to work for corporate America till I till I found my passion. It was kind of crazy. Well, I've been working this whole time myself too, Pods. <laughs> Glad you finally showed up. What would have made the transition easier for you? Do you think from corporate America or even straight out of service to what you're question. doing now? Which one, yeah, which way would you go into that? You know, I I wish someone would have told me that I could have done my I could have done my passion right out of the military or right out of high school without the pressures of college and society telling you, you have to, to climb the corporate ladder. Um, in today's world, you, I mean, I'm not, I'm not dogging college. I'm, I'm kind of enforcing what Mike Rowe with, with dirty jobs talks about. I mean, I got a business degree and all those things. I could have done this straight out of high school. Yeah. I didn't need, well, I needed the military for that, that purpose, but I, I think that if I had it all to do over again, I would have done my passion and not listened to society. Yeah, it's the discipline. College gives you the discipline. The military, it's the same, same thing on how, how you pull that out. That's right. If I, if I could tell myself once, I was like, when you guys get out, don't worry about it. Don't be in a hurry to worry about damn anything. You made it through the war in the military. You get out, take a deep breath, be a bum on a couch for a week, two months, whatever it is. That's all right. But just know you're going to have to get back up. Like, that's the want. The minute you get to a point and you're resting, you're not wanting to get back up, then you've been down too long. And that's what your buddies are for. Their ass is supposed to be motivating you anyways, because if you're not in there with them, they should be bored. <laughs> I mean, I, that's, that's, how it's, that's how it works. But whatever it is you want to do when you get out, you've already been trained to do it. Don't wait yeah, for somebody to tell you to do it. Your walking papers were your permission. They gave you that honorable, like, hey man, you check, this is your that's your college degree, and it's a, an applied sciences degree, and a combat degree. I mean, I go all day, just signing up in the generation that we were in. You already learned that. That's why when we, guys get out and they go into college, they just crush it. Or if they start their business, they just crush it. They just need that kick in the ass to go. Like that, from a private all the way up, unless you were an admiral or general, man, you got to be told what to do. Even if they yeah. say they don't. You know, you just kind of insinuate, you know, don't, don't come down, but hey, get your ass in gear. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, get moving. And uh, yeah. all, all the guys, though, they love hearing that. Even when I get my, my butt tuned up by the missus or by the boys, but like I, even though I grumble and moan about it, I still needed to hear it. It's easy to forget yeah. that part. That, yeah, that, absolutely. You know it's, e- it's, e- it's so easy to it's, forget that part. Yeah. Like that, we don't, they we don't, don't like want to hear the time, it, but, but they love to hear it. Yeah, they need so. to hear it. They want to hear it. They love to hear it. So, Absolutely. I feel like right out of the military, a lot of guys that we know, they are so money hungry. They just want to chase something that will make them super wealthy instead of 
focusing on their passion that will make them. That's right. Because that's, that's the misinformation. They're yeah. worried about that, that. They shouldn't be. That's what we're trying to tell them. Like, hey, don't, don't worry about that part because of everything that you've already been through. It will show up. Yeah. It'll, it, just, it'll just show happen, up. And wealth is different to everybody, but it'll happen on your own time. If you're doing something you're passionate about and it makes you feel like you've got purpose. Oh yeah. If you go out there trying to hustle in somebody else's paradise, earning that their money, It'll drown you. You'll hate it. You'll you'll keep chasing it more. I need more of it because I don't have that satisfaction that that person has with less. And what that oh, yeah. means is that you were in the you were in the wrong AO. Yeah, and it's it's kind of crazy. Like you, I, I did corporate America, and I had two when my kids were born. I was traveling all the time. I was traveling 50 percent of the time. I'm like, I, I should have stayed stayed in the military. Like I'm not seeing my kids, and I was doing the very thing that that I got out not to do without the benefits, without the benefits, and without you know. The, the purpose. <laughs> I, I, we were talking about this too. One of the things that, that, that you run into when you get out is the stuff that you don't have to worry about when you're in. Medical, dental, and food. Housing. Oh, yeah. We don't we have to sweat sold. that at all. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of guys, the pressure they're having is from that. Being in the military is just like being it's a nuclear family. I mean, we have doctors, lawyers, guys who work in the gym, guys, baseball players. You can, you can rodeo, swim, whatever you want to do. <laughs> Com- Seriously, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's our own little world. It's our own little world, <laughs> and, and not very many people want to be in it because they, it's misunderstood, which is fine. It's, you know, it only takes a handful of us to get this done. But I, I couldn't really appreciate because no one had ever, one, no one ever told me, to me like that, and two, until I, I couldn't appreciate it until I got in. I was one of them. I'm like, hey, I got to get in and, and experience this for myself. And then when you come out, you're like, wow, that's another reason why I miss it. Because it's yeah, like we, a nuclear family. You could literally be walking down the road and see somebody in a different uniform with a different rank, and they could still dress your ass down, help you out in some way, teach you something, and then send you on your way. Yeah. Marcus <laughs> got razzed the other day by a guy that was uh, not higher in rank, but he's older and has been married longer. And he's like, boy, I can teach you a thing or two. I've been married 53 years. Oh, yeah, when those silver guys, when, like, age is rank, right? Age is real rank. So I get my ass tuned up all the time by the elders. They're not scared oh, yeah. at me at all. That's awesome. I got that old man strength. That's it, man. I don't mess with him. Ooh, that old man strength whip your ass every time. That's exactly how that line was delivered to me. It's true. <laughs> so yep. how can we help your business? How can we promote what, do you, what you've got going on? Are you on Instagram or social media? Yeah, yeah we're on all, all the social media channels, Cruise Customs Flags. Um, you guys can just support us by, by getting the word out what we're doing and, and you know, I, I, the business model is very simple for us. The more flags we sell, the more veterans we hire. And that's what I tell people all the time. Like I have a vision of a shop full of guys getting after it and giving each other shit all day long. Yeah. That's just like we were in. cool products. Yeah. We rebuild that on the outside. That's what yep. we, that's what we're trying to do. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the best it. way of saying that too, man, is re, we miss that so much that we're going to rebuild it in the civilian world. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we can't go back. Or at least they won't take me back. So yeah, we're uh, right. I mean, they've already <laughs> we're too old for that, yes. and we miss it so much. If it was that good to us, even in the environment that we were in with all the war and all that stuff, it's that was still that good to us that we want to rebuild it on the outside to give back not only to everyone around us but ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's, guys well, that's what I found happy. out, man. I, I lost my job, and I was like, I did this to give other veterans a, a, a new purpose, you know, for from an anxiety PTSD standpoint, ended up finding my, my, my new purpose. Yeah. And it was, it, it kind of was like, wow, I had an epiphany moment. Like I, I, I beat myself up for like a day or two when I lost my job and once again told I wasn't good enough. And then it was, it was game on after that. I can't stress that to y'all out there enough. If you hear that sentence, if that phrase comes down on top of you, you're in the right spot. You're about to make a serious change and go in the right direction. That's the trigger. I've yep. seen that too many times now and heard it from too many successful people who know it's not a thing. It's basically well, like God saying you're not on the right path. Yeah. Go yeah. do something. It, it, what you right. said, exactly what you said. My wife was telling me for about a year, and the I think a, a month before I lost my job, we went to church, and the sermon was on Gideon. Yeah. And the, and, and the felt, and the, and the, you know, the do not on the felt, and then the do on the felt, and Gideon needed his sign. I lost my job. My wife's like, that was your sign. Like, I've been trying to tell you. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it takes that. We think it's a fall, but it's really not. It's a, oh, it's yeah. a boost up. Well, when do you make a transition? 
It's not when everything's good. Mm-hmm. We don't want to transi- transition out of anything when it's good. We go to when it's when it's in the lower level of the slump, like we're in right now. There's a transition going on in this on the on the planet actually because everyone's in it. Mm-hmm. That's when you rotate out, and then you build it back up one by one, strength you know brick by brick. It's stronger that way. You yeah. don't get battle weakened, man. You get battle hardened. You know that. And the people, like all of our fellow countrymen now, they're knowing that. To them, COVID was like a deployment. Fair enough, yeah. Because you know, it locked everybody down in their houses together. I mean, if you were going to make everybody a team and, 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 and all of us to think kind of similar, well, how do you do that in the military? Man, you whip our ass. You send us away. You lock us down. That's how we become close. They're doing yeah. this happening to us, and people don't even know it. Because I, I remember before the quarantine, people were like, man, if I could sit at home all day, I'd get so much work done. My kids would be great and everything. So what happens? Put a pandemic on it. And they're like, man, I hate my kids. I can't get nothing done. And the computers are killing me. Right? It's like, we just don't like to be told what to do. That's it. We just don't like that. That's it. Yeah. I mean, quarantine wasn't bad for us veterans. We're no, used to it. not yeah. at all. Got more stuff done. Learned more about myself. Recentered. Learned how to slow down. Get that pace back. I needed it. I was going so like you. I was going so hard in the paint that it, it was. I couldn't see what. I couldn't even see what colors they were. They were. They were melting together. That's how fast I was going. And uh, well, I can see them now, though. Yeah, quarantine recentered our whole family. Yeah. It was really good for us. Absolutely. Well, thanks, brother man. Yeah, I, thank I, you for I, coming on. Today and, on. <laughs> thank you for works. coming on and sharing your story and about your business and we will definitely help promote that it was great to have chris on today's episode if you guys liked it let us know what you think you can leave a review on itunes or wherever you get your podcast that way we know how we're doing what we can do to do better and i got a challenge for you guys this week if you listen to the podcast every single week or if it's even your first time listening to it make sure to share the episode or the whole show with a friend share it on social media tell a stranger whatever it may be because we can't do the podcast without our listeners like you guys and that's how we're able to get incredible guests every single week this show can change lives I've had so many people write in and tell me how it has and I would love to be able to have you guys share it with more people you can subscribe to the podcast anywhere you get your shows and if you haven't already follow us on social media team neverquit.com slash social we will see you guys next week. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.